Welcome to the Quilty Friends Podcast with your host, Johnny Barfus. And here's Johnny. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the initial recording podcast of Quilty Friends, Johnny Barfus. I am the Quilty Friend this time. So we just wanted this is my friend Dave Hansen. Hello. Hey, Dave. Thanks for joining me. You are I welcome. I appreciate it. I want to have someone here to kind of interview me. So Dave's been a good friend. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, so uh, we're just going to kind of go through the format. I want to have kind of a format that I ask people questions in. That's kind of wanted you Excellent. here to like, you know, kind of you ask me the questions or I can ask you the questions. Okay. Dave's not quite ready to reveal himself on the podcast yet, but he might be in the future. Right? Sure. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, in general, sure. I don't know about in general, all the specifics, sure. but yes. Okay. General. Thank you so much for joining. All Absolutely. right. So welcome. This is the Quilty Friends podcast. I am Johnny Barfus. Today we're going to be talking mostly about me, Johnny Barfus, and my journey and how and why me? Why am I doing this? Who am I to do this? That's what I kind of want to talk about. Yeah. Like, well, who the heck are you? Well, that's a great question. Oh, okay. There's really, I mean, you, you're so... I think you're so primed to do this. You have so many great qualities. You're just like this normal guy doing what he trying to, to do what he loves to do and you're doing it and you're breaking through all these things to do it, man. It's been, and you're just <laughs> awesome. So thank you. Yeah. So how, let's talk about quickly. We'll go to, how do we know each other? Okay. Okay. So we met in the singles ward. If you don't know what that is, it's a local congregation of the LDS Mormon Church, whatever, LDS Church. And we met in the singles ward, which is a congregation of all young single people, right? Well, right. they guess I'm for all ages now, but, you know, we were, how old were we at the time? 27? So we were in our 20s? Yeah, late yeah. 20s, I, I think. think. It, was, it was mid 20s yeah. when we met. Mid to early, to late 20s. And... Yeah, it was just so fun. Uh, yeah, from, from day one, we just... just connected and we had so much fun that year. We went water. I mean, a couple of years in a row, but we would go water skiing. Um, we just lost our shade, but that's fine. We're just gonna roll <laughs> no, with that's it. That's all right. Is uh, it's fine. Um, we'd go water skiing. We'd go on tons of drives. We listened to thousands of songs, thousands of hours of music. Absolutely. We go to Raging Waters, which is a local water park. <laughs> We just have so many good stories. stories. So that's why I want you to come back so we can tell more stories. Okay. We'll get to more stories. So Okay. So I have to say my going. favorite water skiing story. Yes. We went several times, but when your dad oh, man. flew his airplane over the top of us, we're we're yes. on the lake, we're on the boat, on the lake, and we see your dad in his airplane flying overhead. Yes. He drops out, he drops a gallon jug. Uh -huh. of treats yeah and and he drops it so he got it pretty close to the boat yeah. too yep. i mean the guy was amazing <laughs> that was so funny yes so if you don't know my dad had it now you know he had a small plane <laughs> he used to be a pilot and we would go boating about an hour north of here and he would just get in his plane and he loved to do like buzz people and so we're there in the boat and like that plane sure is low <laughs> oh yeah oh, it's, it's my, my dad. dad in a plane yeah he would fill like a milk jug with um 
all kinds of laffy taffy type candy. things. He was into those chocolatey ones, you know, Tootsie Rolls. Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah. Tootsie, Tootsie Rolls. Rolls. Yeah. So, yeah, that was good times. That was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Okay, that's sorry. a good memory. Oh, no, that's that right. But that's what I was probably like, what, 25 years? Um, yeah. Yeah. 25 years ago. So yeah. we've known each other for a while. Long time. Um, we actually, so we were in the same neighborhood here in Bountiful. And then we both bought houses. He bought a house first and I bought a house after in the same ward. Again, same congregation. Um, and then we have just remained friends forever since, you know. Yeah. We actually wanted to do a podcast together about five, six years ago, and mm -hmm. just we didn't get it going. I, I had my nothing own. quite connected. It didn't quite it, connect. It just, yeah, and this, okay. I'm glad that I've waited until this time because I've wanted to do a podcast for a long time. I love podcasts. I love listening to conversations with real people, and that's what I hope this will be is just a conversation with people. So that's my goal. So. And so why me? Thank you for saying those very kind things. I didn't ask those things, but so why me? I've been quilting for a long time. I've been making for a long time. And I've been working through my own little mental stuff for a long time. Like we all do. Like everybody is. We're all just kind of yeah messed up a little bit. It's <laughs> little just bit. by nature. That's just kind of what happens. Yeah. We, we learn when right. we get a little older. Yeah. Okay. Is it okay if I ask you, what is your earliest memory of making something that is a good question so i think i mean i might i grew up with a pair of makers my mom and dad were all they were so creative they um like my mom was a seamstress she made started trying to get the angle a little better so my mom was a seamstress she made all like clothes when i was little she made her own clothes she made tons of i mean she could make anything i said wow. i say she was just so creative that way but she's also so creative in the way of like painting furniture and redoing you know like let's paint the cabinets we might meet my just um, my sisters tell a story of she painted the cabinets in their house turquoise turquoise cabinets mm. and orange curtains because they'll go they go together so that's why i have the turquoise thing and the orange chair in the front that's room cool. kind of homage to her um and then my dad he's also just a tinkerer you know i just i can think of i, mean, I don't remember the first time but of the eye does something but I just grew up in that environment, you know? Right. And um, so your parents were very, they were both creative, hands-on, love, love to create, make yeah. new things. I like the word curious. Like, I think that's a good word is like how they were very curious about the world around them. Yeah. They were explorers. They loved road trips and we call them serendipity trips. So you go on a trip and you, and you turn right instead of left and you find an ice cream shop instead of oh, whatever. Yeah. And, so they just love to do that, things like that, the serendipity trips, cool. you know. But they were also just, like you said, makers. Um, and I remember in, like, in high school, I loved furniture. I loved chairs. I mean, I still do. You know how many chairs I have in this place. But I loved chairs. So I would go to the Desert Industries, buy a chair. I mean, one chair I had, one in high school, I painted the chair white. And then we recovered. My mom helped me recover the cushions with blue and white striped fabric. Wow. So, like, things like that. You know, I was in high school. Right. You know, so anyway. Do you feel like that type of mentality helped you as you were growing up? I think definitely unconsciously it did. Okay. 
because I haven't out I had an outlet of some sort of creative. Like in high school, I took art. I didn't I took ceramics, but I never even got on the wheel. You know, like I was spent all my time in the mud room making the mud. You know. Yeah. But I think as I got older, when I started quilting, um. I think it wasn't until a few years into quilting that I realized how much it did for me. And now looking back, especially, but how much it did for me at the time, because I just love to, to sit and sew blocks. That's what my, my favorite way to mm -hmm. sew is, is just kind of sitting down and just sewing without really without a purpose or, you know, like I love having, but I like having a purpose in mind, like, okay, this is for so-and-so. So I put the energy of them into what I'm doing, like yeah. the energy of that person or what I, you know, um, but I realize now how much that has helped me. Like I, I'm like in, get into a meditative state. So the slowing of the breathing and you kind of lose track of time and space and all that stuff, you know, and you're just, it's just me and the sewing machine. Right. So I think more looking back, I've realized how much that helped me through. And especially, I mean, through breakups, like I can, I have dozens of quilts that, I can point to the person that, you know, broke up with me at that time, right. you know, like, or what I was going through. So, anyway. and you, and you put your energy into that project, into that quilt. Yeah. To do something positive with something that was difficult to, to well, do you know, when you're, when someone dumps you, then you kind of have a lot of time on your hands, you know, like a little too much time on your hands, <laughs> if you will, too much time to think and make uh, up stories, you know, right. I love listening to one podcast I love is um, Dax Shepard. If you listen to that, Dax Shepard's podcast. Oh, I have. Anyway, he talks about his, he's like, my mind can go crazy. I can make up stories and I'm really creative. I can make up some good stories about what's happening on the other end. And that's how I am. I, I'm very creative. I can make up awesome stories about why that person hates me or whatever, you know, right. That they're not thinking about me anymore. You right. Know? So. It, anyway, we, we're sitting here imagining things. Exactly. That, yeah. Yeah. So I try, I try to put that energy into something tangible and physical. Do you feel like when you've had those moments and you put your energy into those projects that, that the, what comes out of it, mm -hmm. that quilt, do they usually come out really well? Are, are they, is it a mixed bag of, oh, I'm not sure if I like well, that one as much. Everything. This is great. Everything I do comes out pretty well, Dave. You know that. I know. Yeah. Just kidding. That's true. Um, true. No, I'm kidding. So I mean, well, I, I wanted your opinion on it. I um, I think they're all fantastic. I I don't make a lot of things for myself, or I haven't in the past. Like I've most of my quilting over the past twenty years has been some for someone else. You know, like again, like someone in mine. Right. I want to tell like the reason I got started quilting was Dave had a baby boy. And I need, he needed a baby quilt. You know, like my grandma was dead. I couldn't, I mean, you know, I couldn't ask anybody for a baby quilt. So I had to do it myself. And Dave is a super sharp dresser, loves a Nordstrom. Yeah, I mean, you can tell. He's wearing a fancy t-shirt, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, but very, very good dresser. Nordstrom, shopping at Nordstrom. I mean, you always dress to the nines, you know. So I went and got um, men's t-shirt, men's um, shirts, like, polo and nordstrom uh, dress shirts cut them up made them to a quilt for luke and then we actually hand quilted it the last time i quilted Super by cool. hand and did like do we do letters i can't remember like i think it says planes trains automobiles and the middle had like anyway 
It yeah, really cute. It was a super cute baby blanket. And we did it um, prairie points on the edges, little triangles. Oh, yeah. I so, need to find that, bring it over I know. And, so you can show I it. I hope you guys still have it somewhere. But, and then also the cowboy quilt. The cowboy made, quilt is that was so super cute. cute. You still have that one, right? Yeah, we've got that. Okay, yeah. So I'll bring that over and you can show that off. As I well hope you sometime. do. Please do. Yeah. Okay, anyway, I think I covered that topic, right? Yeah, I think so. I like making, yeah. Um, when was the first time you realized that you were going to quilting to meditate, to get through mental health issues? I don't remember the first time, but I just, I know as time has gone, gone on and as again, looking back now, it's like, oh my gosh, I totally, that time I turned to quilting, that time I turned to quilting. I kind of want to write a book. I turned to quilting or something. Ooh, that's a good title. Isn't it? I yeah. turned to quilting. Yeah. yeah so, really but good. then even when I was making those things, I did, I would say, I really like this process. I like the process of piecing because it's like meditative to me. Yeah. So I didn't realize how good it was for me, you know, and it's hard sometimes for me to get in the groove. Like I have to, you know, you have, you should have seen this place like a half hour ago. It was a little bit of a, <laughs> but when I'm in the zone, it's like, then fabrics flying everywhere and there are strips and pieces and love it. But then anyway, yeah. Anyway, so I realized that just that process that I was using of the making of the thing and then to learn later that, okay, actually making something physical, that's what I want to share too, is that making something physical, making something with your hands that is actually physical, that just is so good for your uh, mental health. So yeah, it's weird that I didn't, anyway, I turned to it naturally, I guess, but looking back, obviously it's, yeah. So you would feel it's pretty important for people to find out what it is that they turn to, that they notice themselves turning to in order to have that meditative experience. Yeah. So Michelle Obama just released a new book. Right. If you want to be a guest, Michelle, hit me up. I'm here for you. I actually did reach out to her on Instagram, but I haven't heard back yet 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 so michelle obama just released a book and like a whole chapter is on her knitting journey oh yeah and she bought she ordered knitting needles on amazon or whatever and i don't know if michelle obama orders on amazon but i assume they could i assume they do yeah probably they probably do yeah um but she learned to knit and then she realized as she went as she, you know she's going through 20 you know covid and all that stuff how much it helped her with her mental health and so she's continues to knit today. And she talked about the slowing of the breathing, all those things that knitting did for her. Yeah. So, and so hashtag making for mental health. Let me put that up there. Hold on. So Michelle, add that to your hashtag next time you're uh, on Instagram stuff. Add that hashtag. So anyway, nice. yeah. So it's a hot topic right now. Yeah. So you said what should we... If there's something that you already are doing or you like already know that you love, like I had a guy reach out to me last night. He's like, oh my gosh, I started crocheting and knitting. It's amazing. And um, how, he just said, I really like to be a guest on your podcast. So he'll be on in the future. I've oh, had great. people reach out. Yeah, I've had tons of people great. in just the last week. I've had so many people reach out and say, oh my gosh, I've been doing this. I'd love to share about it. Oh my God. Well, you talked about something that you've been doing. We'll get to that later. Um, you're like, yeah, if I didn't have this, I'd be... Not so, you know, Yeah. right? Right. So, yeah, I naturally just turned to, 
I, I've always been into music. Mm -hmm. I remember dancing to disco with my sisters in the <laughs> 70s when I was a kid. And, you know, as you get older and you've got your employment and uh -huh. life becomes a grind, sometimes it can be. And you right. realize that, you know, this isn't exactly how I would have planned to feel every day. Right. Even though I, I like what I do. I don't know if we have good Wi-Fi back here or something. I don't know. Just recording. I don't know. Hopefully it's being okay. Please, Wi-Fi, stay with us. Do you think it's still on? Yeah, because it says oh okay. It says end recording, so we're still going. The okay. timer's still going. Yeah, so we're still okay, going. Okay, cool. Sorry, the screen just went blank. Yeah, the screen went blank. I'm sure it's because I was talking. No, and the universe not. needs to get no, back to no, 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 no. no. Yes. Yeah, you're very sweet. Thank um, you. But no, I just naturally went to music and eventually just thought, well, why am I not creating music? Yeah. And that's when just a little over a year ago, yeah, I texted Johnny and I said, hey, we need to make some songs or something. Why don't we pull out a keyboard pull and see out, what comes out? Let's pull out a keyboard like, and well, see what happens. Not much on this end. It's going to come out. And then the next day you said, hey, I just got a text or a post, a post from, from, from a friend who is starting a songwriting group called 50 songs. Yeah. And so, and you said, maybe we should join that. And I said, yes. Yeah. Let's, let's join that. So Dave lasted the whole year. Supposed to write a, a week. Supposed to write a song every week for a, a year. Every week. And I dropped out because of hardship. So. Well, you, I mean, you had so much going on. Yeah. With all the stuff that you love here. Right. And with your, you know, the job that yeah. you were working at and all the stuff you do here. Yeah. I think it just naturally, you did not legitimately have the time. Right. But, uh, boy, it was so great for me. Yeah. To be able to have that outlet and create a song a week. So there's yeah. 50 songs by the end of the year. So now the cat's out of the bag, what he's been talking about doing, we'll hopefully get him to play some of us play some for us later okay i mean if you're open to that sure he wasn't quite ready today but maybe in the future <laughs> this is all just very sprung <laughs> i know hey what about if we do come on what about you <laughs> that's how it's going to be too just so you know if you know me you're going to get a phone call so beware <laughs> and if you don't you call me okay yeah. okay so all right back to me <laughs> what what are you working on right back to now? me what do you think of me <laughs> Remember that from beaches. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> it's from beaches. From beaches. Enough about you. Let's talk about me. What do you think of me? What do you think of me? Um, what am I working on right now? Hey, I just finished this quilt top. I won't show the whole thing, but yeah. So I made some crazy blocks. A friend, my friend had a grandson and I hadn't made a quilt for him yet. So this is a grandson baby quilt. Oh, that's great. For And they like purple i mean they like i love mustards and yeah well i love the contrast of the mustard with this beautiful purple oh. fuchsia octopus yes uh let's give a little close-up of that so cool uh, uh. that adds just a nice splash yeah thanks i thought it was a fun of organic color right i put a little pop of it down here too it's it's very on brand for johnny it's scrappy and crazy and oh but it looks really nice thanks so it's i gotta get nice. that quilted that's going on the uh long arm this week so that's what i've been working on and that next is a quilt for baby arlo my i don't want to show that yet because i had a good idea last night but my 
brother Steve had a grandson as well. Okay. Arlo. He's a week and two days old. I think oh now. my goodness. So cute. And he has his feet are about that long. My brother Steve, you've seen him barefoot, right? I think. Yeah, didn't he water ski barefoot? Yeah, he barefoot water skis. So baby Arlo's feet are about that long as well. So he's hoping that he'll grow into his size 14s or 15s someday. <laughs> so, so he has big feet. Yeah. Barbie Arlo. Very big wow. feet. Yep. That's he's cool. ready to be a water skier. So that's up that's next cool. on the docket. Okay. So for today yes. on this podcast, uh-huh. what would you hope to share with people that would that would really bring this episode as as a success for you to say? Today, this is what's important to me and what I want to share the most with people. What would that be? I think it's just that I'm really hoping to share all of my passions on this podcast. I kind of want all of the things to come together. So like you said, you're prime. So I love quilting. I love people. I love storytelling. I love helping other people tell their stories. Um, So that's what I really hope is that this podcast will grow into something that is featuring people, not just quilters, but it's called Quilty Friends, but people featuring people and helping to them have that help them tell their stories. I, my story is not very exciting. Like, you know, Oh, it is. Well, I mean, but comparatively, come on. I mean, and I, anyway, yeah, I like my life. I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm still alive, but I just want to help people share their story. There's so many people, people that have the right. coolest stories and we're in a time that we just need to get those written out, get them documented, right? And if you haven't finished your story, if your story's in the middle, it's time for you to rewrite the ending how you want it to be. That's what I'm doing too. Write the ending you would like to yeah, have. Yeah, write the ending you like. Write the ending you want to have. Fulfill your own prophecy. Exactly. Yeah, I like That it. kind of goes back to our original podcast is like, write it out, you know? Like, yeah. We want to talk about like manifesting and well, well and look good... what's happened. I mean, I know I just... some things have happened that yeah that have kind of gotten us closer to what so we really we love talk... and want to do. So should no we give surprise. Dave? Should we give Dave a shout out? Our friend Dave, the Mechanic to Millionaire podcast. Oh yeah. So we both were listening to this. I'm just going to write it up here. Mechanic to Millionaire podcast dave dave <laughs> it's been a while what's it? his last name carrie dave and carrie dave and carrie i just saw carrie's post oh gosh forgive me you guys so bad so bad <laughs> so we, we listen to it every day for years dave oh my gosh anyway it's called mechanic to millionaire the mechanic to millionaire mechanic to millionaire podcast so find that and listen to that so that's what we kind of got going on just a more spiritual journey of yeah so i know i messaged him a while about a year ago i said oh my gosh i just had to find what was right for me i was trying to force myself into a thing that wasn't me you know and i had to figure out okay well johnny you're quilting that's what who i am so when i figured that out then things kind of really started to take off yeah anyway Check out the Mechanic to Millionaire podcast with Dave and Carrie. Dave and Carrie. I can't believe oh, we are both blanking. It's funny. It's, I mean, one of us blanking. <laughs> one person. Uh, you know. It's just stage fright. It's but, fine. But Afterwards, 
we'll put a when we post this on the on the on the YouTube. Sorry, when it gets posted, I'll put a link in there to Dave. Okay, MacArthur. Dave MacArthur. Thank you, you Dave, MacArthur. Dave MacArthur. I'm just gonna edit that really quick. Thanks. <laughs> That's funny. Is that right, Dave MacArthur? Oh, Dave MacArthur, right? Yeah, I think That's it's me. Mac Arthur. MacArthur. Sorry, Dave and Carrie. I really apologize. <laughs> but, you know, this life is fine. Okay. Anyway, so we'll put a link to his podcast in the comments down below cool. so people can find him if they want. I love them. Great people. Yeah. They're just they're just good people. So we were both listening to that. We want to start our own podcast, but we just had to get here to, well, this is what I love. And that's what I yeah. think you're at right now. I think like, we needed to get to what we really loved in order to get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense to, to be in the midst of what you are loving and doing and creating and then be able to talk about it. Right. I think that, you know, yeah. it seems all the more legitimate and yes. we're kind of getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. Like, Dude, you should hear. So I'm just going to give Dave Hansen a plug. Oh boy. The music you are writing is like, it's bonkers. <laughs> It, is, it bonkers. is bonkers. The songs are. I'm like, let's write a musical. Let's write a movie. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. So cool. Yeah, I was singing some new songs to Winston last night. Oh yeah, yeah. So I haven't done that for six months, seven months. But wow, I'm excited. Hey, cool. I just recorded, pulled it out, recorded. Anyway, okay. What? Well, anything else? What next? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I All don't right. Think so let's share something to think about okay. so we're going to do we're kind of doing little segments that we're going to do on the podcast something to think about something to think about so this one this is a uh post i saw on the instagram and it's uh from upworthy and it says 17 people reveal the most wholesome secret they've never told anyone so instead of a deep dark secret what wholesome secret are you hiding so this is one example Someone close to me is too proud to accept my help, so they gave, they go to a food pantry. So I donate their favorite foods to the pantry, so it's a stocked with the foods they prefer. I love that. That is funny. That's really nice. Yeah, people. that is really nice. I like that. Um, this one, I bake food like banana bread, cookies, or brownies for the UPS slash mail carriers during the holiday oh. season since they're the real Santas. I leave them in plastic bags in the mail box. A little for the mail carrier. Thank you note. For the UPS people, I put in a basket on our front porch with a similar note. That is so nice. cute. I there's people I see that they leave like drinks and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I I don't do that. <laughs> I guess if everybody did that, it would be a they, problem. Yeah, yeah. So not everyone has to. Right. right? Okay. Good However, call. it is really cool that some people it is really them. nice. Yeah. They I'll st I strive for that. How's that? <laughs> Um, I buy hundreds of pounds of bird seed every year and keep all the bird, the, all the bird feeders in the windows of the residents' rooms of our nursing home full. They all oh. love watching the birds. I think the facility provides it. Nice. And at Waking Owl, that's really neat too. Yeah. Do you have bird feeders in your yard? You'd think that we would because I'm such a, I love to watch Dave's into birds, birds, but I'm not a total bird nerd, but oh boy, when I, when I see them. In my yard, yeah. I always just take time to think about, all right, what is it? Right. I got to find out what it is and what makes it distinct. And yeah. it's it's a lot of fun. Something we to had, think about. Yeah, we had two great horned owls in our backyard a couple of years ago. Really? 
it was the coolest thing that's I've ever neat. seen. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So that hike I just told you about, I told oh, you about, yeah. I went hiking with the dogs this morning. I've seen owls on that trail. So one time we were walking up in the evening, this owl like perched in a tree and then he just flew right down the trail, right over us. It was That's, amazing. There's nothing like it. Yeah, I love so it. so cool. I don't know why, but I love it. Yeah. Birds are just awesome. <laughs> okay. Whenever I get a raise bonus or if I feel like I leave an exorbitant tip and leave immediately after so I'm not caught, over, over oftentimes over 400% of the bill. Oh. So I did this a couple of times this past six months when I was traveling I said, hey, let's tip the server um, and everybody donate, you know, to my Venmo. And then I just gave a big oh, tip. Yeah. So I actually just did it two days in a row. Um, Super cool. Yeah. So one was at Denny's and I was like, one was at Denny's and I gave this waitress a great like $100 tip. And then the next day I was at this burger shack off the coast of California. And this kid was really nice. He goes, I bought, so I bought one thing. And I forgot to give a big tip on that one. And I said, oh, oh, no, I want to do it on a separate card. That's why. So with like, anyway, for one credit card, I gave a normal tip. And I want to buy something else to put on my personal card. And he goes, oh, I just gave you, I didn't, I didn't put a tip. So he already gave me one. I'm like, that was the whole point of me buying something else was to give you a big tip. <laughs> so then I bought something else and said, hey, let me tip you. But then I don't know if you even saw how much it was. So, but he didn't say anything like, which is fine. I wasn't looking for that, but. Hopefully I just hopefully he got at it. the end of the night, he's like, oh, $100. That's weird. Yeah. So I tipped him $100 for my hamburger and sweet potato fries. Wow. Yeah. What a surprise. So that's really fun. I've seen people do that on that's just really on cool. like when they're on a road trip, they'll put on the back of their car, hey, help me tip my server or hey, oh, contribute wow. to, which is kind of leading into what we're going to talk about next, actually. Okay. What's that? That very bottom uh, question. Oh. Oh, wait. We have one yeah. more of these. Let's talk about this last one. Every Christmas, I leave a card with money in it and some gifts at the door of a single elderly woman living alone. I know she struggles financially and must be lonely. I like to think of her feeling like she has a Christmas miracle happening to her once a year. So back to the dollar for a waitress story. I just love the, the good that a group of people can do. So yeah. I have this friend, Ben B. Hunnan, who started a thing like, hey, this person had a hard time if everybody donated if everybody i know donated a dollar what could that build up into right You're right so my last question well they'll be answering asking is is there a cause that you're passionate about that if everyone listening now sent a dollar to support where would you want to go wow. so i'm going to tell mine yeah, yeah yeah so oh i should have put it in the thing but i didn't oops um so mine is going to be um, Love Loud. I don't know if they're Venmo. I should have found their Venmo. Okay, Love Loud. I'm going to see if they have a Venmo. I'll put that in the links cool. as well. But everyone knows kind of my passion for Love Loud. And I have the blocks right here. I want to talk about that really quick. So you know that I've done all that, right? Right. We talked about that. Did they do their concert yet this year? No, no, they did it last year in early. It was early in the year. So any of you who have donated a block to that project, so this is an example of the Love Loud Quilt Project. 
So this is the Love Loud logo. I reached out to him and said, hey, really cool. can I make that logo into a quilt block? And they said, yes. And I said, okay. So I put out a call to my friends on Instagram and Facebook and quilty friends everywhere. And they've sent in blocks like this. So I have a lot of blocks. Now, many of you might be wondering, hey, I sent a block in like years ago. What happened to it? I still have it, most likely. And are you going to piece those together? Yes. Put them in a so quilt. we have sold two quilts already, oh, raised about $5,000 right. a few years ago. That's right. But since then, I have more projects and more blocks. So we're going to be making them into things that can be auctioned off. We're going to do that, hopefully, it, I might do it every February for Valentine's Day. That's a good idea, right? That is a great every idea. February for, so I'm every announcing February. it here. February for Valentine's, there's going to be an a auction of everything we have ready, and then I'll just do it again next year. We'll just raise money every year. That's so that's my idea. goal. That's been always been my goal. I just haven't had... So for all of you who have made a block, and if you're watching, thank you for understanding that it's been hard on my mental health the last few years to actually complete something. And so I have a lot of blocks. I mean... This isn't even all of them. You've got a lot of great. I mean, There's a lot of good. No pun uh, intended here, but a lot of great material to work with there. <laughs> a that lot of great material. Good. That's good. That is going to be a good one. That's going to be a great thank quilt. You. So if you donate a block, thank you very much. It's been you. It's being used. More stuff to come. If you'd like to do something with a block, reach out to me on wherever, on my website, whatever. I had so many people last year. I had a friend do some denim jackets with a heart on them. I had a friend make, wow. um, put together two quilts. Erica, shout out to Erica, put together two quilts with blocks. And I've put together some, we're going to do pillows, wall hangings, just something smaller instead of giant quilts so that okay. people can, more people can get into something, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that's the goal. That's great. February 14th, you heard it here first. And now I have to do it. Okay. All right. It's in the books. That's in, good job. In the books. Okay. So mine is Love Loud. Oh, I didn't put that up, but it'll be in the comments section of this video. And I'll probably put in the comment section of every video I do going forward. So, all right. Okay. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. I, How I do you really, feel? I enjoy what you have shared mm -hmm. with everyone. Well, thank you. And, Thanks for your assistance. Oh, yeah. I, I Gosh, I'm happy to be here. Thank All you. Right. Okay. So that is concludes our Quilty Friends podcast for this episode, episode one, I guess. And if you haven't subscribed already, subscribe. Uh, we're going to be on YouTube to get going and um, other platforms in the future Way okay to go, johnny all right okay. that's all any parting words gosh just rip it up all right love life love life love what you do be kind to one another people that's all i ask be kind all right thanks a lot dave you bet okay thank you very much we'll see you next week this has been another episode of the quilty friends podcast i'm your host johnny barfus I'm also your producer, Johnny Barfus. I'm also your sound engineer. Like and subscribe to this video if you haven't already. I'd love it if you subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. Or find this wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Have a good one.